So this week, as you can tell, we had quite an exciting week around this place, didn't we? Um, you know, the, the theme of the VBS was weird animals. And the kids, you all got to share with everybody how weird some of these animals were. But what they learned was, despite their weirdness, despite their uh, peculiar gifts, Jesus loves them. I mean, there were some adults around here that were willing to step out and look pretty weird and peculiar to get that message across, and they did an amazing job. I have to tell you, watching the pack of fabulous servants serving and loving our kids, helping them to grab a hold of the message of the love of God was absolutely just beautiful this week. So the kids learned about weird characters, those that use their gifts in the ways in which Jesus loves them. And this week we're looking at a movie, and the movie we're looking at is Frozen. And interestingly enough, in the movie Frozen, there are a group of characters that have some peculiar gifts, and they too are on a quest for love. Now, there's not as many kids here as there was at the other service, but kids, I'm going to ask you to help me out here because I don't know if everybody here has seen the movie Frozen, so I want to give them a little picture of who the cast of character is as we kind of look at the story. So I'm going to put a slide up, and anybody who knows this, shout out who it is. Ready? Who's the first one? Elsa. And, and who? Yes, it's Elsa and Anna. They are two sisters. They are princesses. Elsa, the older one who has blonde hair, she has special powers. She is able to make winter. Actually, there's a word for what she has. It's called cryokinetic powers. Yes, there is a superhero definition for this. It means that she is able to produce ice, frost, and snow at will. And that is Elsa. Now, her sister Anna doesn't possess such powers, but what she does hold is she holds the power to live fully into the fearless call of caring for others and risking with great love, as we'll see a little bit later. But there's two other characters here, and who's my next two that come up? Who are those? Kristoff and Sven, you got it. Sven is the reindeer. Kristoff is his best buddy who likes to talk to his reindeer all the time. And this is what the troll family who loves them say about him. Kristoff walks frumpy, talks grumpy, and sometimes sort of smells. But they love him anyway. That's Kristoff. Now, there's a picture of the next guy. Who's this? Hans, now, he looks pretty nice, doesn't he? But is he? No. No, he's not. He's not. He tricks Anna and Elsa later on in the movie. But then there's one other character, and this one is my favorite of all. Who's this, guys? Olaf. It's Olaf, right? Olaf is our talking snowman, and what does Olaf like? Summer. He likes summer, and he likes? Warm hugs. Who doesn't like warm hugs, right, guys? Yes, that is our cast of characters from the movie Frozen. It is a movie that is loosely based on the fairy tale The Snow Queen, and it's a story filled with adventure and magic and love. It's interesting because for Disney, it takes quite a bit of a different twist than it usually does with a Disney princess story. 
As Justin, uh, our downtown pastor, said, this movie is all about being different. It's also all about fear, and it's very much about love. You see, one night, while the two sisters were playing and making snowmen, Elsa accidentally hurt her sister Anna. And so the parents, they, they took the, uh, Anna to the troll king so that he could heal her and take a look and see what happens in the midst of this story. Born with the powers or cursed? Uh, born, and they're getting stronger. You are lucky it wasn't her heart. The heart is not so easily changed, but the head can be persuaded. Do what you must. I recommend we remove all magic, even memories of magic, to be safe. But don't worry. I leave the fun. She will be okay. But she won't remember I have powers? It's for the best. Listen to me, Elsa. Your power will only grow. There is beauty in it, but also great danger. You must learn to control it. Fear will be your enemy. No, we'll protect her. She can learn to control it, I'm sure. Until then, we'll lock the gates. We'll reduce the staff. We will limit her contact with people and keep her powers hidden from everyone. Including Anna. You see, Elsa has this amazing gift, but her parents fear for her because she doesn't know how to control it, and so what do they do is, is they, they close her off. They close her off from everyone else, and she becomes separated from her sister. And it isn't until till later that they become reunited, even after their, their parents die in a storm. Elsa comes of age and becomes the queen, and it's there at her coronation that the two reunite, but she still holds great fear because she has been kept separated from everyone else. And she's just lived in fear, and so her power and her fear has become stronger. So here she is at, at her coronation, and, and she becomes frightened. And what happens is she ends up unleashing her power, and everybody sees it, the town and, and Anna, and they all become frightened. And uh, Elsa becomes frightened, and she runs away. She flees into the mountains, and there she goes off, separating herself from everybody else, letting go, running away in hopes that her powers will never hurt anybody else again. And so she runs off in fear. Anna, however, her sister, she, she goes after her. She looks to find her and, and to, to bring her back. And it's interesting because in the end of this story, what saves Elsa is not her fleeing or separation from others, but what saves Elsa is the perfect love of her sister. And it's in that love that we find ourselves in our scripture reading today. As I spent some time on this text uh, with this movie Frozen as a backdrop with the core value of open-mindedness 
here in front of us. And as I looked at what God was doing in the lives of our VBS uh, time together this week, there are three things that jumped out at me that I, I just wanted to share with you. The first thing is that love has its origins in God. Verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and, and knows God. One writer said this, it is from God who is love that all love takes its source. I mean, think about it. We are never closer to God than when we love, right? We really are. We are, we are never more closely connected to God than when we love. You know, I, the more I learn about God, the more I can learn about how it is that I love like God. But I have to be honest with you, I can't do it very well on my own. I'm extremely limited. And that is why so small groups are so critical for me. Because it's in small groups, it's in gathering together with other followers of Christ that I can come and, and learn more about who God is and who I am in Christ. When I come together with others, it's a way in which Christ can strengthen me. In the movie, Frozen, Elsa runs. She runs away from her ability to take a look at her gifts and use them for good, and she isolates herself. But I think for us, when we come together in small group and community, we can come together and discover what our gifts are. We can come together and, and seek and confront our own weaknesses, and we can come together and learn to more, live more fully the life that God has for us to live out. It's interesting because there's three small groups that are getting ready to start in the next couple of weeks. And the three new small groups all center on this. One centers on how we listen to God's voice and prayer. One is centering on asking the questions of why things happen. And the other is exploring the me I want to be, discovering the ways in which God can work in our lives to open us up to fill us with a sense of God's presence. I, I invite you to look in your bulletin. You can sign up for them on the card. But all of that is geared to looking at how do I know God and how do I love God? Which leads me to the second thing I noticed in the text, and that is that the love of God and the love of man are indisputably connected. Listen to what First John says, Beloved, since God loved us so much, we ought to love one another. There's one thing I just love about our Wesleyan roots. They are filled into the practical application of living out God's love into this world and living it out connected together with open minds and open hearts. One of our core values here at Hyde Park is that we are a community of faith, open-minded. John Wesley said this, Though we cannot think alike, may we not love alike. May we not be of one heart, though we are not of one opinion. Without all doubt, we may, he says. In Jim Harnish's book, Journey to the Center of Faith, he says, if the ugliest sound in the land is the sound of minds snapping shut, well, then the most beautiful sound must be the sound of the doors of our hearts and our minds and our relationships opening to other persons in the spirit of the living and loving God. 
That's what I love about this place. That's what I love about all of you. We are all willing to come together with different opinions, with our own differences, in our own peculiarities, and yet we come together in unity in Christ, seeking to make God's love real out into this world. We can come together and join with each other on this disciples' pathway together. We saw it this week lived out in all of the adults and the youth that were, were serving, coming together to love on the children here in this place. We see it each and every week here. There's one more element this scripture highlighted for me. And it's a little bit later, if it's found a little bit later in the chapter, and it references love, when love comes, fear is gone. In the movie Frozen, fear is a central theme. First John says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Well, in the movie Frozen, Elsa is locked away in her own doing. She has run and fled, keeping everybody else separated from her. But her sister goes off to rescue her. She goes off and she pursues her. And when she tries to get her back the first time, she doesn't come. And Elsa accidentally freezes her heart. Well, now her heart is frozen, and she goes to the troll family to, to seek healing. And the troll family says, well, the, the only thing that can, that can heal your heart is a, an act of true love. Well, now this is a Disney movie. So, Disney movie, she's a princess. Act of true love, well, it must be found in what? A true love's kiss, right? Well... Anna goes off seeking her true love's kiss because that must be what is going to heal her, correct? So off she goes. And here we find ourselves at the very end of the story. Anna and Elsa are about to meet. Anna is going to meet her true love's kiss. Elsa is about to be harmed by the evil prince. Let's see what happens. yourself for me? I love you. An act of true love will thaw a frozen heart. Love will thaw. Love. Of course. Elsa? Love.
of love can thaw the frozen heart. Elsa learns that love allows her to use her gifts for good. Anna steps in and risks her own life to save her sister. You know, fear has a funny way of keeping us separated from love. Elsa, Elsa found that out. It puts up walls, it blocks our energy, and it can keep our hearts and our minds frozen. The more we fear, the, the greater the fear becomes. But Olaf, I think, said it wonderfully. He holds the classic line in the movie. He says, an act of true love can thaw a frozen heart. I think we all know that to be true. Sometimes it is an act of love from another, someone being the hands and feet of Christ in this world that God can use to heal and restore others. But there are limits to our human capacities. And there is a love beyond us, a love that says you matter, you belong, you are loved. You see, there is an act of true love that always can thaw our frozen hearts. And that act of love is found in a man carrying a cross. Our scripture said it today. God's love was revealed among us in this way, that God sent his only son into this world so that we might live through him. And in this love, not that we loved God, but that, that God loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. We love because he first loved us. We are love. We are forgiven. And that grace is available for you and for me to thaw our frozen hearts anytime and anywhere in which we find ourselves living separately from that love. And so I think the question for us today might be, where is it that each of us needs to feel God's love? Is there any place that we need to be forgiven? Are there any fears that we need to turn over to God today and in this place, in this moment? Is there any correction or realignment that we need to make to move beyond our fears? Those are the invitational questions that, that we can bring today as we close this time. I'd like to close it in prayer. And I want to invite you just to rest in this space. Give over to God any fears or doubts, any places in which you are wanting to feel a sense of God's presence and love in your life. And even if there are struggles or challenges and pain, maybe opening ourselves up to just allow the edges of that to be softened, just the edges to be thawed. For God's love is here for each of us, ready to envelop us with his great love. Let us pray. Jesus, Lord of our life, we approach you with all of our fears, our hurts, and our anxieties. We come to you certain of your love for us and yearning 
for your compassion to soothe all that's aching. Some of us find unsettlement in our souls and in our world, and we seek your comfort here today. Jesus, you chase the swindlers from the temple. Help us to chase all that's dishonorable from our lives away. Jesus, you wrote in the sand and forgave a sinner. Let us write your words of love on one another's hearts. Jesus, you loved Lazarus back to life. Give us your life-giving love and teach us to share it with those whose spirits have died. Jesus, you took two fish, five loaves, and fed thousands. Take our meager gifts, multiply them, use them to satisfy the hungers of a famished and yearning world. Jesus, eternal lover, let your life resonate in ours. Make of us living signs of your invincible and incredible love. Amen.